Logging in Wisconsin is a year-round business, but more than half of timber is actually harvested in the winter, which is fast approaching. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report with a forestry update from Colin Buntrock, a DNR Forest Products team leader out of Rhinelander. Colin, one of the key issues you're watching in the industry right now is mill closures and how it's impacting communities where forestry is a big part of the local economy. Yes, uh, forestry is a, is a major employer across Wisconsin uh, in 10 counties in the state, forestry is the number one employer. So any, you know, any closures or changes, you know, to the industry, to markets, to forest management has a has a major impact on our economy. You know, some closures such as Verso and the Park Falls Mills, you know, not only impact the workers directly, you know, working for the facilities, but also, you know, to the suppliers, so loggers, truckers, and all the way to the, the forests themselves, so landowners. Wisconsin has quite a few non-industrial private landowners, so family forest owners. It's about 60% of our forest owners. Again, any market um, dynamic impacts a landowner's ability to sell timber. And something unique to Wisconsin is that we have a you know very robust county forest system. And when mills are impacted in markets, it really impacts the counties as well because these markets contribute significantly to a county's budget through timber sale revenue. So some of the closures that we've seen, you know, in Wisconsin has yeah, really had a, a ripple effect across the state. So when, when these things happen, when you're seeing a mill struggle or even shut down, what do you do about it? One of the key responsibilities or tasks that we really try to do is just to share the significance of, of our industry in the state, um, like I said, to forest management, to our economy, you know, all the way to our communities. I think one of the roles that we try to fill is just communicating some of the that ripple effect throughout um, the state. I think one of the most important linkages that is just critical to Wisconsin is that a thriving forest products industry really leads to sustainably managed forests. Um, markets for forest products really help drive the ability for landowners to receive revenue and also um, practice you know, sound stewardship across their lands. It's such a critical connection, that linkage between forest markets, the economy, and uh, sustainable forest management. So that would really be why one of the, the key interests that we have is just to have a healthy forest in Wisconsin. So is timber still a viable industry in Wisconsin, or are these mill closures a sign of changing times? Maybe people are moving away from paper. We've certainly seen some closures in Wisconsin, um, and these have had a you know major impact across the supply chain. You know, however, the forest products industry of Wisconsin is very resilient. There are a lot of uh, innovations happening across the industry. It's really here to stay. I think some of the forest products industry members um, across the state are just some of the most resilient, innovative businessmen and women um, that I can think of that I know. We've seen some mill closures, but there are a lot of companies and forest industry workers that are doing really innovative work, and uh, I think it's going to be a part of our economy now and in the future. When we're talking about timber in Wisconsin, it's primarily used in paper products, not uh, lumber, correct? Approximately half of all timber cut in Wisconsin ends up in paper making. That statistic is held true for um, about 20 years. Uh, another you know, 25 to 30 percent of timber that's harvested in Wisconsin ends up in, uh, in the form of lumber. And then uh, making up the difference is composite products such as oriented strand board products, um, as well as uh, veneer, firewood, pellets, um, and some other specialty items. So 
the pulp and paper industry, yeah, just a really important market. Yeah, and I've been told here in Wisconsin, we actually have an abundance of timber right now, but it's um, not getting to the mills due to transportation issues. Can you tell us about what's going on there? Yeah, in Wisconsin, we, we grow about twice as much forest material that, that is what's harvested, so about a two-to-one ratio. And th- there are many reasons for you know why there is a a larger growth removals. I think one of the reasons is, um, as I mentioned before, is markets. So um, we have seen, you know, a, a slight decline in the amount of, of wood that's processed at our mills in Wisconsin overall across all the species. So markets play a role in growing more than we're consuming, but I think also is, you know, forest management stewardship, um, not over harvesting. And then Thirdly, yeah, transportation. I think just, uh, you know, getting product um, from the forest to the mill. Wisconsin has some unique challenges with seasonality compared to some other parts of the country. And also we do have, you know, rail infrastructure that's, you know, seen some some challenges and that is critical for our forest mills to get product. So there are many reasons. And there is a strong market for Wisconsin timber. Yeah, Wisconsin markets are very diverse. Um, so pulp and paper is a very important market segment of our of our cut timber. Um, there are there are other markets, um, you know, throughout the state that are really significant to our forests. So lumber, veneer, composite, strand based products, even the paper sector alone is very diverse. Um, you know, we often hear of the the printing and writing grade papers. The paper industry also has you know several other um, key key components throughout Wisconsin, one being with the with the onset of e-commerce um, and online ordering. We have seen an increase in the amount of pulpwood and other products ending up in uh, corrugated cardboard and some other packaging. Uh, we've seen a growth throughout Wisconsin and across the U.S. in that market. Um, so that's really important, you know, not only for timber cut in Wisconsin, but also for recycled paper and some of the other inputs. Also, you know, the lumber industry um, Wisconsin is known for some of the best managed and highest quality hardwood timber in the U.S., and we have, you know, hundreds of sawmills throughout the state, big and small, that are, you know, sawing really high-quality grades for cabinetry, moldings, millwork, furniture, but also product that we rely on every day, like pallets, railroad ties, and cans. So we have challenges uh, such as the decline in graphic papers, printing and writing, but we've also seen, you know, some real innovations in uh you know, not only packaging, but also specialty papers. Yeah, I, and I'm glad you mentioned hardwood, timber, lumber. We joke that we're taking some stuff out of our basement and saving the wood because we're like, oh, it's it's like we have gold <laughs> stored in our garage right now. I mean, is that still the situation? Lumber markets um, the past two years have really seen a, a roller coaster. With the start of COVID-19, you know, the economy started to slow down, and we actually saw a decrease in, in lumber prices, and there was a lot of uncertainty with mills being able to operate with uh, a labor force and also just meeting the you know the slowdown in in the economy and to many this was a surprise when we actually saw you know an increase in a real surge in demand for lumber and you know in general this is this trend has um, started to go down and prices are stabilizing in the future here I think you know what's expected is sort of a leveling off and more stable prices that we experienced prior to COVID-19. Colin, anything else happening in the forestry industry statewide that you wanted to highlight? One new innovation um, that's that's come along in recent years is uh, mass timber. Um, so this is a, a new way of, of building, typically larger um, building projects using uh, dimensional lumber assembled in multiple layers. And this 
this really allows for um, buildings to be constructed, you know, to, to taller heights using strictly um, lumber and, and timber. And this is just a real um, exciting time to see how wood and other forest products can really play a role in allowing uh, us to better build our cities and also to tackle issues like climate change. And, you know, lumber and wood is a, is a great carbon sink. It stores a lot of carbon and it's very durable and long living. And I, and Wisconsin's actually, um, will soon to be home to the largest, uh, timber building in the Western hemisphere in Milwaukee. That project is called the Ascent Building. Um, it's, uh, slated to be, I believe, over 20 stories and, um, uses, I think, timber for, um, you know, about 75% of those, of those floors. So it's, it's a real, um, exciting time for wood. And I think it really highlights how sustainability and uh, forest products have a role now and in the future. What about fire concerns? Mass timber has an advantage uh, because of its sheer mass that it can actually char and resist fire because of its ability to char. This research, you know, it's come out of the Forest Products Laboratory in Madison and other researchers, and that's all uh, a common uh, misperception that, you know, mass timber in, in building wood, with wood is is uh, high risk for fire. Being right here in Wisconsin, it's um, very exciting to see and exciting to see what the prospects hold throughout Wisconsin. That was Colin Buntrock, a DNR Forest Products team leader out of Rhinelander, with an eye on what's happening in Wisconsin's forestry industry. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.